Hey guys, welcome to the Offbeat Podcast with me, your host, Kaylista Underwood. I'm a 22-year-old multi-passionate entrepreneur, Jesus lover, creative content designer, and most importantly, I'm your friend. I do a lot of things and I wear a lot of hats, but I truly believe that God put me on this planet to love, encourage, and support other people no matter where they've been at in life. As a big fan of living an unconventional life, I know how overwhelming it can be to look around and feel like everyone and their brother is so in sync, but feels so offbeat. So just know that you're welcome just as you are. And we're going to dive deep into so many different topics, have some conversations with some really awesome people, and we're going to laugh, like a lot. My prayer for you is that in return, you accept me for all that I am just as I do you. And I promise you that I'll be real, raw, and authentic. And together, let's just embrace our weird and conquer the world completely offbeat. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a hot minute. Today I have Julia Smith. She is the owner and creative of Julia Shutter Moments, which this podcast episode is now sponsored by. (laughs) So Julia's going to tell you more about her, all about her life, what she does when she's not photographing and all that crazy pants stuff. Okay, um, I'm Julia. I, like she said, I have been photographing for about three years. Well, I've been photographing since, hmm, for about ten years. Weddings about three years. Um, I just started my own business about a year ago. Um, I'm also a teacher, and I like to travel worldwide all the time. I taught English in a couple other countries, and now here I am. Chilling on the couch with me, drinking wine on a Monday. (laughs) So today for our podcast episode, since we're both photographers, we're actually in Columbus. We're doing a stranger session tomorrow. So you guys will have to creep and find us on Instagram and look and see how it went. But we're really excited. We're doing like a New Year's Eve style. But we were just talking about the annoying like do's and don'ts of wedding photography days. So brides, this is 100% for you. Um... Or, you know, two grooms, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. But these are the do's and don'ts, and we've kind of broken it up into the category of the day. So we're going to start with getting ready and do 112% bring nice hangers. If you want dress photos of your dress hanging up, your bridesmaid's dress hanging up, bring nice hangers. There is nothing worse than a wire or plastic hanger next to a dress you spent a good deal of money on. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be, like, custom-made from Etsy. It just has to be, like, even my suede hangers that I paid, like, 10 bucks for for package at Walmart, those would be 10 times prettier than the plastic ones. Yeah, Because the plastic ones never match. They never match. And if you don't want to take the time to pick them out, make your maid of honor do it, and make sure she gets enough for the other bridesmaids, too, so that they don't all mismatch and that they don't bring plastic hangers. Or the hangers, the clear plastic hangers that they came on. Yeah. And don't expect that that's a thing your photographer brings. We don't have an inventory of random random miscellaneous (laughs) items to bring. Like, it's just not a thing. I had a bride one time be like, "Did did you bring that hanger? And I'm like... My hanger and she's like the one that says bride and I'm like that is not mine <laughs> and when yeah. I get married I'm not gonna have one <laughs> right it's not gonna be a thing I don't know also have command strips there like in your emergency kit of things when you got the safety pins and the thread and needle have a few command strips because depending on your venue and your space we may have a hard time trying to find a place to hang those up and it's so easy to smack a hook hanger like a command hook hanger on the wall yeah 
And with bridesmaids dresses, definitely do have those all unwrapped and ready to go when your photographer arrives. Um, it's just, it takes up a lot of our time when we have to unwrap all those. And sometimes if they have like, oh, I don't know, like bows or weird crisscrossy backs or something, it's just a really big pain to do mm -hmm. all of that with six, seven, eight dresses. Yeah. And um, prior to your photographer arriving, whatever space you're getting ready in that we're coming to to take photos, just be sure to, like, tidy it up a little bit. Like, we don't want to show up to, you know, bras hanging out on the floor. Right. And, like, I mean, like, we're girls and those things don't bother us, but, like, we're coming to take photos, and the last thing we want to do is spend an extra 20 minutes on a photo because your maid of honor's bras laying on the floor. Right. And we didn't see it. Like, yeah. And I've, I have spent, like, numerous occasions cleaning up the entire bridal suite before taking photos because it was just completely and totally wrecked. Yeah. So just be mindful of that. Like, Dunkin' Cups. I don't want yeah. Dunkin' Donuts iced I mean, coffee like, cups all over the place. Like, you can make those cute, like, if that's something that they did, like, if they had Dunkin's catered, like, you can stage it and do cute donut photos. But, like, yeah. if they're empty and just, like, tossed around, right. that's a completely different <laughs> Flipped story. over on the table. Yeah. Anyway. Not um, that that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> Go easy on the mimosas. I know that, like, mimosas are a big thing, and, like, you want to start, like, drinking early, which is totally cool and whatnot, but go easy on the mimosas. I've had bridesmaids that were legit trashed before we did any photos of any sort because they were, like, six mimosas deep by the time that I got there. Yeah, and which they might be, like, loosey-goosey for the pictures, which is fun, but just know that it takes at least six times of giving directions for them to do what, what they we're wanting to them yeah. to do um yeah it just takes a lot longer to talk to a drunk, drunk girl <laughs> yes literally that's like the same yeah it's just yeah go easy on the mimosas matching outfits are for the win when you're getting ready like and it's so easy to just be like oh just come in whatever like wear your be sweatpants comfy, and stuff yeah. be comfy but if you want your photos to pop in the long run just invest in satin robes. I literally have bought, I bought a 12, 12 satin robes for my boudoir things and spent like 100 bucks maybe. Yeah, totally worth it in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. And it's a good gift. Like, I don't know, your maid of honor could do it, but it's a good gift for you to give to your bridesmaids too. Especially like after the rehearsal or something, that's just a fun gift to give them. Literally, go on Amazon, type in navy blue satin robes. You'll find them for 10 bucks. There's like 48 colors, whatever your wedding colors are. You have them there. Get yourself a white one. It's 10 bucks per bridesmaid. They've probably spent two times then on their bridesmaid's dress. It's totally right. worth it. Right. It's totally worth it. Like, for the photos, just do it. Um, natural makeup on your wedding day is 110, 110 times better than dramatic wedding makeup. Yeah, because you don't want to look back on your pictures in 5, 10 years six months and think that that didn't look like you you know when people put, look at pictures of you and they're like oh my gosh it doesn't even look like you that is not what you want mm -mm. for your wedding photos and the darker your eyeshadow the darker your eyes are gonna look and then you're gonna look like a creepy alien because you have like black holes in yeah eyes. or like super tired yes that's the worst i think one of the hardest things is like when brides have super dark makeup and then i have to go through and like use a brush to like Lighten, lighten up. the shadows yeah, take, of their eyes yes. and then I never feel like their eyes even look normal like they almost look like squint you like, can tell yeah yeah, yeah for yeah. sure for sure um we do not need when you guys are getting ready we do not need to be there until you're planning on being done with your hair and makeup 
we can only get so many photos of your, you getting your hair done. You don't want makeup. Like, half, yeah. half of your makeup done for your photos. Like, we can recreate those moments. Yeah. And, like, if your stylist is an important person in your life, like, for me, my stylist is my aunt, and she's one of my best friends, then I will schedule my photographer to come at the very end, and my aunt will be there and fake put a bobby pin in my hair. Right. Like, we're not actually getting those while you are getting those things done. I'm, that might be, like, a very raw moment for you, but you also don't want a picture of you with one eye of makeup done and the other not. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. So, and then for guys... When the guys are getting ready, they do not need... When you create your timeline or when you ask us to make your timeline, you do not need to dedicate 40 minutes for men to get ready. They need approximately five. <laughs> like right. ten. And then when they get their stuff on early, they're just sweating the whole time. They're miserable. They're in a bad mood. And then they take it out on us. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> they really like, do. I don't want to be in this. Yeah. And it's like, listen, buddy, I wouldn't want to be either, but this is just going with the flow. They literally need to be dressed an hour before the ceremony starts. Right. That's what I would say. And we don't need to be, like, we just need about ten minutes with them. Mm-hmm. They can fake a cuff, like, fake putting in cufflinks and adjusting ties whatever but yeah okay so those are your getting ready to do's and don'ts now we're moving on to a first look and there's not a lot for these and depending on what you're doing if if you prefer it we highly encourage a first look because for me I always say that this is one of the only times that you two get to spend alone right it's like a it's much more intimate and don't think that it's taking away from like that moment you've thought about your whole life like it's it's one thing to see somebody for a first look and it's still something completely different to see them walking down the aisle it's not going to take away from that at all but it is going to give you a moment to just chill and get some nerves out before you have the ceremony and it's a good way to ensure that you're getting plenty of photos together because I've had instances where like they don't want to do a first look but they want to rush through bright like the right. photos after to go eat and then by the time it's done, they have, like, five good photos together. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and I guess, like, if you do a first look and you have time scheduled out for it, you can get your bridal party photos done before the ceremony that way. And so all you have left after the ceremony is family portraits and bridal portraits. Mm-hmm. And then you, your your bridal party can just be having a good time. Yeah. And they're not in a bad mood because of more photos yeah and like I mean I spend all morning with a bride and when she walks down the aisle I still get choked up in tears I do too so it's like if that's me as a stranger and right. I still feel that way <laughs> if he's a good future husband he'll freaking cry either way so I mean it's just like that anticipation moment of like the music playing and the dad coming down the aisle like the first look really doesn't take away from it I think it's still special it is for sure I actually had one of my couples, they did a first look in the, the ceremony room, and they read their own vows, but they wanted nobody in there. No photographers, no videographers, <gasps> just them to read their vows in private. And I thought that was so special and cute. I love that. And if you don't want to do a first look, consider at least like a first touch. Um, you get cute pictures out of it, and you still get those nerves out. Yeah, like knowing that they're or there. Reading notes, that type of thing. Um and a first look with your dad or your mom, like, and for a groom, like, a first look with your mom, make sure that's, like, a just daughter and dad or just son and dad moment or son and mom or, like, mom and daughter, like, whatever. Like, your parents, you want that one-on-one time with each of your parents. Like, I want a one-on-one with my mom. I want a one-on-one with my dad. 
And, like, your other parent does not need to be in there. Like, this is your moment with the two of them. They can come in later on. But they don't need to be in there for the first initial, like, first look at you. Yeah. And also, like, your photographer will more than likely give you a minute after they've photographed that. They'll leave the room, walk out. If you have a videographer, same with them. Um, If you have a microphone on, they'll normally take it off. So you can actually have that moment, the real moment in private. Yeah. Because sometimes, like, dads are Mr. Tough Guys and, like, they want to, like, just cry and be like, oh, my little girl, she's so grown up. But they're like, I'm on video right, right now. Right, right. Yeah. And they feel a little bit awkward because who doesn't, so. Yeah. So, moving on, we're going into the ceremony do's and don'ts. Biggest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> lighting, 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 lighting. Whether this is, this is for all of your venues that you're going to choose. For your ceremony venue, for your getting ready venue, your reception venue, you need to have natural good lighting. Like, if you want good pictures, you need good lighting. There is not a photographer good enough in the world to make pictures look better inside than they do with natural outside lighting. Yeah, agreed. And, like, if you're you're getting ready place, like, that need, uh, Like, just windows. Windows. That's all it is is windows. Natural lighting is not really nice bright LED lights. That is not it. Because then yeah. that casts a lot of shadows on your face. You don't want to look like you're in an operating room. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not warm lights either. Like warm Edison bulb lights because then everything is going to pull orange in editing. And we can only do so much in Photoshop and editing. Like right. we are not wizards. We cannot fix all things. So definitely when you're going and looking at venues, when you're thinking of venues, consider what the natural lighting situation looks like. Because if it's winter and it's freezing or it's pouring down rain, odds are we'd probably have to take a lot more photos inside too. Yeah. And you want nice lighting. Otherwise, you're going to be screwed. Big time. Yeah. Um, I always encourage an unplugged ceremony. For sure. There is nothing worse than when you're coming down the aisle and I'm shooting toward you after I've gotten the reaction. I'm shooting toward you and your father, whoever's walking you down, and somebody pulling their phone into the middle of the aisle and it gets right in front of my camera. That has happened multiple times and it is so frustrating. Yes, and plus, like, I feel like my thing is I'm very, like, I don't know, I'm very adamant about people being intentional and present. Like, and Karen can put down her phone and she can be there and she can remember in her mind feeling like she was present she does not need to be on need to be on Facebook live and her right. aunt, aunt Karen and aunt like Sharon don't need to be having a war of who's going to be the first one to post little Betty's wedding photos right because like, a they don't they don't those pictures don't look good anyway no. let them share the ones that we take let them enjoy the moment while it's happening and don't let them get in our way yeah I've literally already thought about it and like I can be bitchy sometimes anyway, but, like, I want to have, yeah, I want to, I want (laughs) to take everyone's phone, I want, like, somehow to create, like, little shelves, and it's just, like, there's, like, a little thing, and you got to keep your key, you lock your phone in that shelf, sorry, it sucks to suck, but you're not getting it back, (laughs) yeah, you just don't, no one needs to be on their phone during that time, no, they just don't. They don't. Just you know when those people like post, oh my gosh, like stories of an entire concert. Yes. And nobody watches those. No. They click through the it's whole like, thing. Dude, if I wanted to watch it, I would would have went to the concert. Yeah. Yeah. So like, did so, you even enjoy the concert? Right. So just let people enjoy your yes. day. That's the same with Apple watches. Take those mofos off. Oh, if hair ties. Were, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if you were in a wedding, do not have your damn Apple watch on. And if you got a bad spray or bad tan line. I always get, but I have a tan line. 
there is this magical little thing at Walmart called Sally Jansen's whatever little air thing of spray tan where you can just spray it right on your wrist and blend it out. Right. You got foundation, blend it out. Right. I can edit it off too, but I'm going to say right now I don't want to do that in every photo. So take care of it and don't wear your damn Apple Watch for a week. Yeah, Before please. your wedding. Oh, like, that's so bad. You're not, you're going to be fine. Just fine without your Apple Watch. Plus, I've had in the middle of a ceremony where like... Somebody has it on, like, a family member, and it starts, like, dinging and stuff, and it's, like, uh, you're supposed to turn off your right. freaking watch as well. Like, oh, my lanta. Um, more wedding stuff. Sun is bad. Shade is good. So, therefore, do not plan your wedding ceremony for the middle of the day when you're planning an outdoor yeah. wedding. I don't care what your mama told you. 12 o'clock is not a good time to have a ceremony. No, not unless bright, it's going to be overcast light, all day long. Yes, bright bright sun is not good ever in any circumstance ever oh my gosh no i always get people that are like they're like we're thinking of booking my wedding on october 12th do you know if it like what the weather's usually do i look like a farmer's almanac to right. you no. literally i, I do not know what it's gonna look like no. i swear i bring the rain with me though oh my gosh i have photographed so many weddings in the rain so many weddings in the rain. I did one that it was literally, they got married underneath a gazebo, and it was raining, so they could stay dry, but it was raining at a slant, going no. under the gazebo. And they were just it, soaked. And it wasn't supposed to rain that day. I didn't have an umbrella. I put my jacket over my head. I was crouched underneath the tree. Thankfully, it was the first wedding I ever did, so I was secondary shooting, but uh, it was miserable. My camera, I, I, I had to get a new camera, because... Are you serious? Yeah. Because it got ruined? I had like a random stranger, really like, bad. holding an umbrella over me for it. Oh, my lanta. Yeah, anyway. I want to get one of those. I'm not even kidding you. I'm going to buy one. I don't care how stupid I look. Those freaking headband umbrellas that you put on your freaking head. No, that's and it has genius. I don't care if I look stupid. I'm not there to look good. I'm just here to photograph the wedding. Right. Like, I'm going to do whatever Most of the time, I don't even wear makeup when I photograph weddings. Yeah. Like, I why do we got to like, look good? We don't. I'm literally on the opposite end of the camera. Like, for I do not care. For a reason, too. Yeah. So, I don't care if I have makeup on or not. <laughs> I'm just there for a good time. <laughs> Most of the time, I'm, like, sweating from being anxious and, like, running all over anyway. So, I'm like, I don't want makeup on my face. Yeah. Um, another ceremony do. Do please ask your officiant or whoever's marrying you, your pastor, or whatever, to step out of the way when you two are about to kiss. Nothing is worse than having someone stuck behind you. Like a little, a little creeper head right behind your guys' smooching lips. Yeah, you don't want that. And they're not going to say no. Like, honestly, they're going to understand. Like, would you mind just stepping out of the way when you two kiss? Like, and to be honest, if you ask that, that's going to be the one thing that they remember. Like, yeah. oh, the, uh, the bride, she asked me to do this. Yeah. Whoever asked me to do this, this is really important. Plus, they're going to do like, it. Why would they, like, if they're like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to stand where I am. Be like, why do you want to be so up close when I kiss my husband? Like, right. you creeper. <laughs> and they have, like, a double chin in the back. Yeah, just, th- they need to move. Yeah. Get them out. Just tell them to scoot a scoot. Um, also, big ceremony, do. Do talk to your family that you're including in your family photos prior to your wedding day so they're instructed and they know to stay put after this ceremony. I am one person, and I will either have a secondary shooter or an assistant with me, whatever, but they don't know every person in your family, and I'm not sending them on a scavenger hunt to hunt them down, and we're not waiting 20 minutes to find them. Which always happens because they go in like a 10 cocktail hour or something, or they go to the next location if you're changing locations, and then you have to literally call that person. It's horrible. They Yeah, they just need to be informed ahead of time. Yeah. I literally, I had a situation with, with a bridal party where, um, 
the one bridesmaid didn't know she had to stay. What? Well, or no, not stay, go to the next location. So she wasn't even in some of the photos because they were like already on their way to the other oh like gosh. other venue. Yeah, don't so let that like, happen. Be sure to thoroughly communicate and even like the timeline that you send to us, make your family a timeline and just oh, text sure, it. Like yeah. just send them a picture of it. Like text it and be like, "This is where I need you to be." Like even your bridal party can get yeah. a timeline. They should. It they they really should. Yeah. Um dedicate your maid of honor or your best man to kind of hang out with your photographer for a minute during family photos so that way they can read off the names list because odds are if it's a best man their voice is going to be deeper it's going to carry longer and they're going to know people they're going to know people so when uncle jimmy's missing they'll be like yo jimmy get up here and then he's going to come other than like rather than me being like Where's Uncle Jimmy? Um, Uncle Jimmy? Who's Uncle Jimmy? <laughs> also, they're going to be there anyway because the bridal party comes after the family photos. And so, so they're going to be hanging around anyway. So yeah. just, yeah, just make them help. Or if you don't, I will. So, yeah. So <laughs> those are big ceremony do's and don'ts. And after the ceremony, and after you, obviously we do family photos, we move on to doing all of the bridal party photos. Um, and this could be, you know, like at the ceremony event or at the venue, wherever you are, or we have to take a party bus and whatnot. But big thing, do not get, do not let your bridal party and do not let yourself get completely trashed on your party bus. Like, nobody looks good drunk, ever. Ever. Mm-mm. Yeah. I and got... plus, like, you're going to do an entrance into your reception and everybody's eyes are on you. Yeah. And, like, why do you want to get so... Like, if you're already that drunk on the party bus or, like, in between... You're not going to remember the first dance? You're not going to remember the night. I was in... I was a bridesmaid a couple months ago. I was super drunk on the party bus. Oh, yeah. Some of those photos I don't remember taking. Right. I don't remember half of it. Right. And that's not okay. <laughs> I mean, I was, like, one of all of us, but we all yeah. were like that. It was yeah. a good time. Um, Bridal party photos. The faster that we work and the faster your bridal party listens... The quicker we all get to eat food, which I know is a priority. Yeah, and so don't think, like, well, I can be pretty bitchy, but I'm doing it for your sake. Mm -hmm. Like, I am instructing people and being loud and obnoxious and annoying because I want things to keep moving so that you stay on time and you get your money's worth of me by the end of the night. Yeah, because there's absolutely nothing more annoying than us standing around granted we know we're being paid for our time but we want our time to be worthwhile because right. the longer you have us doing nothing the sooner that we have to leave and we're going to miss out on other things yeah and if like i mean you're always welcome to pay us more to stay longer but odds are we want to go home <laughs> yeah it's already it's been a long day <laughs> very, long day. Very, yeah. very long day um and then that like takes us into the reception which is the same thing like don't take forever between your meals and your dances because, again, you're paying for our time. Yeah, so you want to get your meal ASAP. Um, and then you want us to get ours ASAP. We, mm-hmm. we should actually be finished eating probably before you, which obviously we're going to scarf down our food a little bit faster because we're not yeah. being looked at. But you want us to be done before you so that we can get our lighting, our cameras adjusted, memory cards changed out. So we're ready for the next thing. Batteries charged for a slight minute if need yeah. be. And then also, like, with terms of, like, us eating, it's always a great idea that if your your reception venue has the option to serve your vendors <clears throat> in a separate space, like, in a separate room or whatever, because... We just want to kick back and relax for yeah. a second. Without, like, being at a table where your aunt and uncle are sitting across from us. And trying to make small talk. It's just, like... 
we just want to eat and we just need a minute. I don't know. Yeah. I, by that time, I'm hangry. Yeah. I'll keep a smile on the whole time. You won't know. But I'm hangry and yeah. I just want my food. Or, like, if say, like, you're like, well, my, my reception venue doesn't have a separate space. It's all just one giant thing. Put us at our own table. Put us at our, put us at our own table, like, in the very, very back corner. That yes. just says, like, vendor's table. Yeah. Because then we won't be stuck eating and making small talk with family members. Right. I don't want to talk about all the services I offer. I just want to eat my mashed potatoes and my chicken. Right. And, and not I worry want, about when yeah. I spill it on my shirt. Yep. And that's for, like, that's for photographers. That's for DJs. That's for videographers. You can put them all at the same table and mm-hmm. chances are they might there might be a little bit of small talk but they're probably all gonna sit there silently because they're just relaxing for yeah just they're a like and shoving their faces with food but you know yes um another big do for your reception do chat with your dj prior to your wedding day and just remind him whether it's a text message or something that day but to have him avoid weird lighting during your dances. During, like, the... We're not talking about, like, the cha-cha slide dances. We're talking about, like, the mother-son, your first dance, the daddy-daughter dance. Like, he does not need to be playing... I mean, blasting purple light when you and your dad are dancing to some Tim McGraw song about you're his little girl or whatever. It's, yeah. It's not an... Like, what is that purple... Look. No, what does that purple do? Nothing. It sends me mixed vibes. Like, am I supposed to be, like, thumping to this? <laughs> or or crying? crying? We don't know. Yeah. It just is it's not a good look for photos. Um, also, for your reception, be sure to chat with your photographer about scheduling golden hour photos. And this is a good chance for, like, more bridal portrait photos with just you. But it's also a good chance for you and your new hubby or wifey to step outside and be alone together again and get more photos during the beautiful golden hour yeah it's it's and it's quick it's not like we're going to be taking all of your time but you're going to like these pictures everybody likes pictures during the sunset they Mm -hmm. look they're they're just so much better than any other photo skin looks golden yeah like yeah it's just it's a good time you just get a minute to just chill and you can breathe right hopefully and pee maybe if you have to i'll help you with your dress and then I think the only other thing I do is, like, I always make sure right before I leave the reception or I'm getting ready to leave, I'm, like, I'm getting ready to pack up. Is there any specific requests, like, anybody you specifically want me to photograph? Like, sometimes, like, oh, my aunt's a missionary in Africa. We could take a photo right. of her so I can see her. Or, like, I always be sure to follow up with them. So if there's anyone in specific, be sure to ask. And if you're having, like, a specific, like, sparkler send-off, fireworks send-off, like, account for that when you're making your timeline or like be like we can do it whenever as if you're planning on leaving like that kind of right because sometimes the receptions go like they party till like 11 30 i'm not staying till 11 30 to send you off in your car no especially because your dances are going to end way earlier than that mm-hmm. and ain't no way i'm sitting there for two hours doing nothing right yeah it's a yeah. no for me sis yeah and then so you're done you're married we had your wedding day so after your wedding, these are the big do's and don'ts. Do not text us. Actually, don't text us in general, ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, I prefer my clients always communicate with me in email. I have my clients' numbers, and I usually text them the day of, uh, like, their engagement photos or their wedding photos. Like, or I can reach out to them if it's, like, urgent. But I always communicate via email because otherwise I'm getting text messages at 2 o'clock in the morning. And right. And the response time is just going to be faster on an email because I prioritize my emails more than I do text messages. Really? See, I'm the opposite. But I'm really bad. Like, 
I had to start telling clients like you have to communicate with me via email because it would be a Sunday and I'd be sitting in church and all of a sudden ding, ding. Betty Sue would be texting yeah. me and I like in my head I'm a people pleaser so I'm like I can't leave it on on like I can't not answer her blah 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 but if it's in my email I don't see it until I go back to work on Monday. Oh okay. And see have I check my too. emails like eight to four nonstop. Yeah. But then I have on my phone like I don't get email notifications. Yeah. So I don't care. So try Just, your best yeah. not to text your photographer. like, And definitely not the day after. Like, enjoy yeah. that day. I'm probably not doing anything that day. Yeah, don't, don't text the day after hangover. asking for a sneak peek. Like, honestly, I send one black and white photo to my clients the day after. And the reason that you get it in black and white is because I haven't had a chance to look at all your photos. I edit completely differently for every single couple because I customize it. Like, I don't want to send you a photo and end up changing the editing. So I will probably send you a black and white photo, and you'll get one, and then you'll get the rest on your wedding. Like, when I deliver your whole gallery. Delivery day, yeah. It's way better than some people get. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, do not, if it has not been six weeks since your wedding, six weeks max, six weeks-ish, I don't know. I make it a point to try to deliver one month from wedding date. Mm-hmm. So if it's been six weeks you haven't heard anything from your photographer about your photos then you can reach out to them but anything before that do not text them and ask if your photos are almost done or when you can see more or whatever like you they are very very busy people like chances are we have a wedding we had a wedding the weekend before and we have one the weekend after and sometimes we have sessions i call them double headers and you have a friday saturday wedding that's a Uh, killer i don't even do those anymore horrible yeah it's i mean it's not i love it very much but i'm dead Mm-hmm. And then you have photos during the middle of the week. Like Julia, she is also a teacher, so she also works during the week. Like we have right. a lot of things going on. So if it's not been six weeks, don't ask. Yeah. Just and if give we put something grace. personal of like our own life, like that that like we do have a life. Yeah. And Contrary just because popular belief. Right. And just because like we haven't given you gallery yet does not mean I can't go out to dinner with my friends. And believe it or not, like I have gotten shit for that. Like, oh, oh you yeah. haven't responded to my email yet, but I noticed that you posted a picture with one of your friends. Yeah. Um, excuse me. I know. I had that. I had a wedding. <laughs> um, I had a wedding gallery I needed to deliver. A, no, it was an engagement session, and I went to Nashville for two days with my friends. I didn't work at all, and they were like, where's my photos? And I'm like, I'm sorry, okay. but I work every single day. Right. I worked for these two days off. And same thing when I went on my road trip for a week to... Um, like out west and stuff. I had had a wedding every weekend for six weeks straight, and yeah, and non- you just need like a and seniors, and I was like, I'm not working this week. Like I don't get paid vacation time off. Like this is my vacation. Don't text me. Yeah. Don't <laughs> don't text me, please. Um. Do always remember. Wait, no. Let's do this one first. Don't request the change of an editing. Don't oh, ask for right. a black and white to come in a color. Don't ask for a color to be black and white. Your gallery upon delivery is complete. It is complete. Unless I decide I want to re-edit them. Like, sometimes I do go and revisit old photos. I will send that to you if I do that, which is pretty unlikely. But it's done. Yeah. Like, the, you, you may make zero requests. Like... I normally give a black and white version and a color version. So you're most likely already right. going to get it. But if you don't, it's, There's a reason. odds are it's probably because if I'm trying to edit it in color, I can't like I can't manipulate the colors enough so it's getting black and white because I love it enough. If it's a, like I'm really, really trying and I don't love the photo that much, it's probably going to the archives. Yeah. Like 
that's just the truth. Um, also, don't crop your photos for any reason. Ever. ever. <laughs> like, ever. Like, I understand that if you're posting it on Instagram, you might not be able to get the whole thing in it. But if it's, like, a very wide-angle shot, do not go in and crop yourselves up to your, like, waistline or something. Yeah. That's just... That was not my photo. I didn't take that. mm Yeah, I don't know. That's... that's And it's, like... It's very... Like, it's hurtful. It's, like, oh... I know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. And don't add any additional filters. Like, do not take my edited photo and put it in your Lightroom with your little blogger-esque looking filter preset. And don't take it into Instagram and use any of those 20 filters. Or I will personally come to your house and throw your phone into a pond. That, like, Like, Nashville filter I used to use in 8th grade. Oh, my gosh. I know. So did I. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Nashville. (laughs) No, I actually added this year into my contract that anyone who adds an additional filter on top of my photo, because I don't watermark my photos. There's no point of doing like, right. I mean, if somebody wants to steal my photo and pretend they're me and a photographer, good luck for them. But when somebody books you and is disappointed, it's because you're a fraud. But with my clients, if you're going to put a filter over my photo, I will screenshot the photo, resend it back to you with a comparison of what was delivered to you, and you will be charged a $50 penalty fee because it's a copyright law. Yeah, and, and that's, that's not what I delivered to you. Yeah, you're manipulating, like it's, you're manipulating my photo, which is illegal because I own the property of the photo. I gave you printing rights to the photo. Right, they don't own the original. The, yes. Yeah. And lastly, the most important thing, well, the second most important thing, Download your damn photos. Right. <laughs> like, you spend thousands of dollars on a wedding f- photographer and a videographer. And like, you download 15 of them? Download your whole gallery to a desktop into a flash drive. The whole thing? The whole thing. Like, just, it takes you an hour. Click the button, or plug in the flash drive, click the button, and let them go. And if you only print off 10, good for you. But you will have those entire things because for me, my galleries are set up to expire after six months. My clients know that. And if they fail to download at six months, I'm sorry, but I can't retrace those photos. Yeah. You lost them. Like, right. And I make sure in my contracts, too, they know, like, I'm not responsible for lost photos. Yeah. Because you have six months to download them. And statistically speaking, I did research that statistically speaking if you don't download your photos and send them off to get printed within the first two weeks after delivery you will never do them which i i have seen that happen many times my aunt has been married for five years and has no wedding albums because she never did it so i offered to do it for her we'll see if i get to it (laughs) (laughs) and lastly this is the very very most important thing from a photographer's perspective do Remember, do, do, I was going to say don't, but do, do, definitely do, do remember to leave a review and to tag us in all of your photos, always. Yeah, because that goes so far when someone's looking for a wedding photographer and they see your wedding photos and they're like, oh my gosh, I love these. They click on it to see who your photographer was. They can't see the tag. Mm -hmm. They can't find us unless they reach out to you, which they're probably not going to do. Yeah. So it's, and like. This is, I mean, first of all, credit is deserved where credit is due. Like, if your photographer did a great job and you're sharing the photos, they deserve that credit. So just, it's as easy as typing in their name and tagging them. And leave a review on their Facebook when you're posting, uploading 
freaking 200 photos to Facebook to share with the world, be sure to say thank you so much to my photographer and to tag them because that is the quickest way for us to grow and to continuously build our business. Yes, referrals go the furthest. And most of the time, referring other people to us, if we have a new client that says, oh, I heard about you from Jim and Jan, then we normally reach out and thank you in one way or another, whether that's a discount off another session, Mm -hmm. just a cute little thank you card in the mail, something sweet, but just remember to always acknowledge them and give them credit because we worked really, really hard. Really hard. Super hard. That was good. Wow. I have so many brides that I think will really benefit from this. I know. I might just send them this link. And be like, listen here. Your question will be answered on minute 12. (laughs) (laughs) Listen for 34 minutes while you're on your drive to work. Literally, though. But, like, I mean, think about it. There's, I mean, you make a wedding guide. I make a wedding. I'm going to be making a wedding guide. Like, think of how many times, like, they probably Google questions, and now they can just jam and listen. I don't, not really jam. We didn't sing, but they can listen in their car. We should have sang, but I can't sing. Ah. Or they can just, like, sit there and, like, listen with a notepad and be like, oh, that's good advice. And they may be like, mm, that's stupid, thanks for your advice, but, like, this is just from our perspective. This is what works best for probably a lot of photographers. Right. I don't know. But anyway, you're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) We love you lots. Again, go follow Julia on Instagram. It's at Julia Shutter Moments. And, of course, follow my photography page at Redemption Media Company. You can follow us personally, too, if you want to stalk us and know everything. But we really don't post that much, so... I haven't posted in six months on my personal personal page. I just posted yesterday, but... Maybe I'll post today this picture in my wine glass. You keep, though. <laughs> All right, see ya!